Thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I am your host, Winnie, and I would like to deeply welcome you guys to my podcast, Yin Cha, where we drink tea and we chit chat. In this podcast, I'm going to share my life experiences, beliefs, and values of the Chinese culture. The biggest problem was being different. Growing up, I was bullied for being Asian, my skin color, and how I looked. These kids said all kinds of racist comments and stereotypes, but I ignored them. It wasn't until I matured that I began to appreciate my Chinese roots and my cultural heritage. So you might be wondering, well, what gives me the right to teach this? I have studied Chinese for 10 years, allowing me to gain knowledge about the origin, literature, philosophy, and history of one of the world's oldest civilizations. Moving forward, as we get to know each other, we drink tea, I want you guys to know that there are three important pillars that my podcast follows. Honesty, appreciation of others' culture, and inclusivity for all. If you are interested in a challenge, then what I would like for you to do is take a risk today. Whether that is trying a new food for the first time or learning about a new culture, be curious, my friends, and have an open mind to new experiences. I invite you to leave your comfort zone and enter your growth zone. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Let's Talk and Drink Tea. I'm your host, Winnie, and today I'm going to give you an extrovert's guide to small talk. As a former introvert myself, I dreaded small talk. When that teacher called on me to participate, my face would turn like a tomato. And I was the kid who counted how many people were sitting in front of me so I could know what line to read ahead of time. And I remember my teacher would always sing me the song, Winnie, Winnie, for Bumba, for Bumba. Be my ba bum bum. And that would always get me to laugh. It broke down that tenseness. That teacher was able to ask me and communicate with me on a learning level. I remember middle school, I signed up to be a president for the school. Able to talk into 300 kids in my grade. That led me to get used to public speaking. But it's very awkward at first. And I get that. It is very awkward. To create that impression, create small talk. Society has changed with social media and technology. Not what we're used to back then. People are a lot more expressive and a lot more vocal so whether you're networking or meeting a new potential partner making small talk is needed and today's expression is gonna be as the saying goes it means that people are too concerned about their own face their reputation and they would rather suffer that pain for the sake of saving their face now with that said, I'm a big fan of acronyms. It helps me remember middle school when teachers would explain the order of operations and map and to use that acronym PEMDAD, parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. Well, when it comes to mastering small talk, I learned this method need and it's pronounced needs, but it's spelled N-E-A-D-S. And this is normally used in sales to figure out what the customer needs. But this can be applied in both business and personal relationships. I'm going to break it down 
around potential questions that you can ask to connect with people. And if you do experience some awkwardness, it's perfectly normal and it happens. So N stands for now. And this is the question you're going to ask them. What are you currently working on now? What is your occupation? So straightforward to the point. Asking somebody what they're currently doing or working on tells us if they are motivated, if they're looking for a job. Remember, this is going to help us break that iceberg. If you just ask, what's your favorite color? The conversation is very boring. That's going to be E is enjoy. And this is a question you're going to ask. What do you like to do for fun? What do you enjoy doing? Now, this seems like a very easy question. It's important to listen. If you hear some common answers, you have some common interests in mind. And that's a good signal of compatibility. Slowly breaking that iceberg, we still need more information. We still need a lot more clues about somebody because asking two questions is not going to get us information. So in essence, a lot of times you got to be investigating mode. A, alter. Ask them, what would you like to change? What would you like to alter given what you have now? Is there anything you'd like to change? This question is not so easy to answer. Now it becomes a thinking question. It requires thinking to be made as humans naturally don't do well with change. For example, let's say you're on a date with this guy right and he tells you he doesn't like coffee and you happen to be a big fan of coffee you can ask him well since you are not a big fan of coffee would you be open to trying tea and if they say yes they would be open to trying tea. Well, at least we know this guy is open-minded. Are they willing to try new things? D, decision maker. Question you're going to ask, who is in your corner helping you make decisions? And the logic behind this question is, it'll tell us if they're decision makers. And if they're not, then we need to find them. For example, if the guy tells you he lives with his mother and she cooks for him, does his laundry, chances are mom is paying the rent, is a decision maker. She will be the one you reach to if you want to be a good girlfriend. So you see how this strategy applies so well in business and personal relationships? These questions universal and it can be applied to anything. You're asking questions because that's what investigators do. Solve. And as you know, S, solution. Ask them, if I have the opportunity to solve this problem for you, would you be interested in learning more? Would you invest your time in your schedule to make time? Because you can't make time. If you can't make time, then you can't make money, can you? Same goes for a relationship. And the logic behind this is you have to believe you have a solution to their problem. At the end of the day, there has to be a problem and a solution. That way it can be beneficial. This will tell us if the person is someone we can take a chance for, given what we can offer them, or is this person just going to flake on you? And they will say they will do something. I and guilty of this, that I'm going to do something and I absolutely forget. Again, we need to weave out these people. We need to know if this person is going to make changes in life, given the solutions that you have offered that person. In relationships, personal and in business, we need to know, is this business partner somebody that we can create a long-term relationship where it's giving and taking? Or is this person just constantly flaking on you, not attending meetings? All in all, your name and now, E, enjoy, A, alter or change d decision make and s solution what matters most is the ability to connect and polish up that communication and the people skill your number one goal when you meet someone new is to have them like you trust you and want to hear from you are you smiling are you making eye contact with somebody are you looking down when somebody's talking did you introduce yourself is there a common interest remember people are gonna like people who look like them. If you like the same sports and you live in New York City, there you go. Common ground. You know, leverage it whenever you need it. Needs. N-E-A-D-S. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a really fun one and stick around for future episodes. Have a good one, guys.